0: This morning, I'd like us to think about the Lord's attitude to those who are sick, the Lord's attitude to us when we are sick, and how we should think of those who are sick. And I want to think about that today because this is the second Sunday in a row and we've had a gospel with the Lord's compassion towards the sick being manifested, in particular today uh, to the leper. I want to start by noting that sickness is something pretty disgusting. And when we are sick, we become pretty disgusting. So, lots of us have been suffering with the flu recently. A um, little boy was telling me of all of his symptoms and rejoicing the way only a little boy can in describing just how disgusting he had become. Um, no longer a lovely little child at all, it seemed. And that was just a cold. Now here, Jesus was dealing with a leper. And leprosy can make somebody truly unpleasant, truly disfigured. And the point is this. How was it that the Lord Jesus responded to this ugliness, this disgustingness before him? Did he shy away? Did he turn in disgust? No, the Lord Jesus looked at him and loved him. The Lord Jesus looked at him and saw that this was still a person in front of him needing love. Now this attitude of the Lord Jesus to the sick is something we see in history as being characteristic of those who follow Jesus. It was something that was a noticeable difference when the first Christians went out across the then known world, um, not bringing just news about Jesus, but bringing a new way of life. And with that, a new way of looking at the sick, looking at the weak, living out the repeated refrain that we hear in the scripture about the stranger, the widow and the orphan, about those being most weak, most in need, deserving a special care, not a special neglect. So in the very beginning of the church, when the Christians encountered pagan Rome, it had been the practice of pagan Rome that when they had a baby they didn't want, they would take that baby and leave it on the hillside to die. And the early Christians came along and they made it their practice to find and rescue those unwanted babies, to give them themselves a home where they were nurtured and made welcome. And in our own time, we might think of the work of Mother Teresa, how in Calcutta she dedicated herself to those who were Deemed untouchable. Those that were not merely left aside, but not even to be touched. And she not merely touched them, but welcomed them. And created homes for them to be cared in. For no one's untouchable to God. And so as we look down the centuries, as we look across the world... We see that everywhere that the missionary orders of the church have gone, they've taken with them the words of salvation, but taken also with them a new way of relating to the sick and to the weak. And so for us today, well, not today, next weekend, um, as we have, whenever we have collections for various missionary organizations, what's that money go to? Well, some of it goes on Bibles, but the bulk of that money goes on care. It goes on providing health care, hospitals, schools for the destitute. It goes for caring those most neglected. That Christ looked at the sick and ugly and loved them, and the followers of Christ down the centuries are called on to do the same. Now we, today, we live in a society that doesn't call itself Christian anymore, doesn't look to Christ anymore, that calls itself post-Christian. And if we look to our society and think, well, what does our society value? Well, Advertising shows us pretty clearly what our society values, the models that are put before us. That you are to be young, you are to be beautiful, you are to be rich, you are to be glamorous. And if you are old, and if you are ugly, and you don't have glamour and wealth, then you're not a model for others. You're not to be valued. I want to close by turning this to ourselves and asking how do we look at ourselves? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? When you look in the mirror and you value yourself, do you value yourself as the Lord Jesus values you? Or do you Have you allowed your mind and your judgments to be valued by the the passing materialistic values of our society around us? When you look in the mirror, do you only value yourself in as much as you see somebody young and beautiful and glamorous looking back at you? Because in as much as I look at myself and I don't think I have value because I don't see those things, then I've absorbed the values of the world and not those of the Lord Jesus. That the things that pass, these are what the Lord says aren't the things that are of ultimate value. He says, Look at the beauty of the, the fields. He says, Well, that just fades and passes and is good for nothing but to be gathered up and tossed on the fire. back to the leper if the Lord could look at an ugly diseased leper and love him then there must be something in him and something in you that has value beyond the passing things of this world that God made you and he made you with dignity in his image and likeness So you are loved, you are lovable. My question to you today is, is that how you see and value yourself? Do you value yourself as the Lord does, or merely as the world does?